The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. One of the most beautiful spots in all the world must be the Cathedral of Our Lady of Chartres in France. It is a glorious thing of vaults and stone and towers and sculpture and stained glass. I've heard that when the locals were asked why they built such a spectacular church, they said, we want Jesus to have a nice place to live when he comes back. That tells us almost everything we need to know about Advent. Advent is a time to get to work, a time of thinking and planning and building so that Jesus has a nice place to live when he comes back. You can hear it in the gospel for today. John the baptizer appears in the wilderness and the very first thing he says is, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. That's just another way of saying, let's have an advent. Let's think and plan and get to work. Let's build a nice place for Jesus when he comes back. The only proper answer to an invitation like that is, thank you very much, we would love to. We would love to play along. We would love to straighten up and straighten out. We would love to build a nice place for Jesus right here at St. John. 
So where do we start? Of course, that is a bit of a trick question. The secret to a good Advent is that we do not start at all. That may sound counterintuitive, but you all remember Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds a house, we labor in vain. That is why John the baptizer gets so cranky with the Pharisees and the Sadducees this morning. They think they have a head start on Advent because of who they are, because they are sons of Abraham. They think that they are already far along the way, so all they need is a bump and a nudge, not a complete makeover. They think they can just dabble in Advent, going half speed and not full blast, while lesser folks like you and I must think and plan and work as if our lives depended on it. No, says St. John the Baptizer, Advent is not remodeling. Advent is a complete teardown. Advent is not a negotiation. Advent is the imposition of a new reality, ready or not. Repentance is a complete turnaround because baptism is a death and a resurrection. So now is the time the kingdom of God is right on top of us. Jesus is just around the corner, so straighten up and straighten out. This Advent, is there some way that you can make sense of this turnaround in your own life? Can you figure out a way to have an Advent where you think and plan and work and build a very nice place for Jesus to live in your own home when he comes back. But can you do it without turning into a Pharisee or a Sadducee? Can you do it without taking credit for it or taking control of the project? Without shrinking this great big, beautiful, merciful Jesus and his kingdom down into something that is small and miserable, yet manageable. How can we do that? The only answer is repentance, full repentance. And repentance feels like this. We are standing in the dark and we are tangled up. We are turned the wrong way around. Stuck, broken, famished, desperate, and often in pain and even in despair. 
We cannot free ourselves or save ourselves or find a way out. And if we can, then we've been deluded. Each time we've ever tried, we've failed. And next time will be no different. But into that darkness comes a voice. It may sound like Isaiah or St. Paul or St. John the Baptizer, but really it is the voice of God. God says to you, you are a wreck. And you say, yes, I am. God says, you know it is your sins that are so hard on you. And you say, I know. My sins just are not good for me. And Jesus says, I love sinners. And you say, that would mean that you love me. Jesus says, I forgive you. And you say, that's amazing. And Jesus says, go sin no more. And you say, good idea. And that little exchange, which we practice every week on our knees, is what we call repentance and forgiveness. And it contains all the elements of our Advent. We don't start it. God always makes the first move. And we don't earn it. God forgives us simply because he is love and he loves us and he loves to forgive. And we don't control it because repentance is a divine scheme with a life of its own, with the power to strike us down and raise us up again, the power to resurrect us and then to use us well in the kingdom of God, in God's service for holy work with holy lives, just as John the baptizer says, let's all bear fruit that befits repentance. So again this year, we are happy to see John the Baptizer home for the holidays because we'd really love to have an advent, a voice, an arrival, an inbreaking, a light in the darkness, a turnaround, a fresh start, a resurrection right here at St. John. We would love to go full blast to welcome the fire and the spirit, the law and the gospel, the love and the discipline of God's own kingdom. So that when the little baby Jesus gets here on the 25th of December, he has a nice place to live among us. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.